This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach, heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today we have a fascinating show. We're talking all about women freezing their eggs and embryos to preserve their fertility. There are so many celebrities who have frozen their eggs, including Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton, Chrissy Teigen, actress Emma Roberts, Sofia Vergara, journalist Maria Menounos, and comedian Amy Schumer, just to name a few. Dr. Prati Sharma, a leading reproductive endocrinologist at the Create Fertility Center, will be here today to tell us all about fertility preservation, freezing your eggs, and so much more. Also on the program, we're celebrating Halloween, which is tomorrow, and we're doing that with a wonderful guest from Toronto's little party shop, Marion Leyland. And also, not only is tomorrow Halloween, but it is also my husband, Dr. Clifford Liebrach's birthday. So happy birthday, Cliff. And singing us out of the show today, and this is really as a gift to you, Cliff, is singer and musical theater performer Lily Liebrach singing one of your favorite songs. So everyone stay tuned for that. But first, let me introduce you to our esteemed guest, Dr. Prati Sharma. Let me tell you a little bit more about her. Dr. Prati A. Sharma is a reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist who trained in the U.S. at the prestigious Cornell and Columbia Universities in New York City. She has been practicing reproductive medicine at the Create Fertility Center in Toronto for the last 13 years. In addition, she is also an assistant professor at the University of Toronto, and she teaches medical students residents, and clinical fellows, as well as participating in various research studies. She's on the board of directors of the CFAS, Canadian Fertility and Andrology Society. She's also the medical advisor to Lilia, a femtech company that supports women and couples looking to pursue elective egg and embryo freezing. Dr. Prati Sharma is also very well known for her fertility blog. It's amazing. It's called The Conception Diaries, and it's a website dedicated to empowering reproductive aged women and men so they can learn about their fertility options. In her spare time, she loves to work out, cook, and spend time with her husband and three beautiful children. Dr. Prati Sharma, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you so much, Judy, for having me on the show. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. Of course, so well-deserved. Dr. Sharma, as mentioned above, you were trained at Cornell and Columbia University, two Ivy League schools in the United States. You're also known for being so beautiful, like a movie star, and a very caring and compassionate doctor as well, all of which has really made you one of the most popular fertility specialists in Canada. I know you do all kinds of fertility treatment, but one of your specialties is elective fertility preservation for reproductive aged single women and couples looking to delay childbearing. Can you tell us what made you choose this area and what you love about it? Yeah, you know, fertility preservation is probably one of my passions. And I think you kind of figure out when you start working in a field, what parts you really love and what parts, you know, really drive you. And I think my interest in egg freezing and embryo freezing really started way back when I was in medical school. And I saw this is really a long haul. It's, you know, 10 to 15 years that you're focusing on your education and your training before you're really ready to start working and think about things outside of the medical field. We all know how tenuous um, and time-consuming the field of medicine is. And so really, even personally, I had no time to think about marriage, kids, and having a family until I was well into my mid to late 30s, really. And so 
this novel technique of sort of putting your eggs or embryos on ice has really offered professional women the opportunity to do everything and have it all. I mean, we talk about as women being, you know, multifaceted and having lots of hats on her head. So this really allows you to preserve your fertility, allow you to have a family, but still do all of the things that men do, which is be a strong professional, pursue your goals, whatever those might be. If it's, you know, waiting around until you find Mr. Right, traveling the world, pursuing an education like medicine or law or an MBA, which takes time, and still having those benefits of having a family. So I was really drawn to this because it's really important for me to empower women. I have two daughters, so I'm sure I'm going to want to freeze their eggs the second they're able to (laughs) and just give them all the opportunity to take control of their reproductive health. That's so incredible. I, I guess for people, um, Dr. Sharma, listening now to Zoomer Radio, who may be mothers or grandmothers and have young adult kids, should they be letting their children and grandchildren know about this? Yes. And I think when you and I started talking about topics, this is really what um, excited me because your audience is people who have young couples as children or teenagers or college age students that they care about and you know their heart is full to make sure they have everything they can possibly have and I'm getting a sense of that feeling with small kids now um and I think um talking to them about this being open you know considering getting them a fertility consult is really like a great gift and allows them to have an opportunity that maybe as parents and grandparents, we didn't have when we were younger. And when we think about generations and how society has progressed, I mean, let's be honest and realistic. Women are not having kids at the same time that their mothers and their grandmothers had kids. Like I know my mom was finished having kids probably before I even started. And so this technology and the advancements in our field are just offering opportunities that as parents and grandparents, we can present to our children and really give them this gift of having it all. Who benefits the most from uh, egg and embryo freezing? Like, is there a certain age group or is it anything over 21? Like, how would you decide when is the time? Yeah. So, I mean, in general, we say the younger you are, the better your results will be. But there is a little bit of a sweet spot where we say for women who are like under 23 or 24, their eggs are still developing and they probably have a whole bunch of good eggs, but a whole bunch of not good eggs. They also have the benefit of time because women's fertility doesn't really change until after the age of 30 and significantly after the age of 35. And so I would probably say that sweet spot to freezing the healthiest quality eggs and embryos is somewhere between 27 and 35. And we see that in the data that if you freeze under the age of 36 and you get a fair number of eggs, 15 to 25 eggs, you probably have like a 70% chance of having one or two babies from those eggs. So I do say that's the sweet spot. But at the same time, I say there's no time better than the present to have a fertility evaluation. So let's say you have a daughter who has irregular cycles, like she's not getting her period every month, she's 20, you know, she can't predict when her cycles are coming, all the more reason to come in and have an evaluation. It's a fairly simple evaluation and ultrasound and some blood work. And we can at least target some of the things that might be an issue for her future and broach the idea of egg freezing or embryo freezing. It's I always call it planting the seed so that in the upcoming year or two, you could consider undergoing this type of treatment. That's incredible. So is there is there something that makes someone the best candidate for this? Is it the age? Like what, what are the other factors involved? For sure. Age is definitely the best predictor of fertility. So much of the data we have about egg freezing is based on age and ovarian reserve. And ovarian reserve is basically how many eggs you have and how healthy they are. And that's directly related to age for sure. But every woman has a different ovarian potential. So you could have a 30-year-old who has the same amount of eggs as a 23-year-old and a 24-year-old that has lower quality eggs than a 32-year-old. So that's why I say... um, you know, any age in the 20s or 30s is a good time to be proactive and have a fertility evaluation. But certainly being under 35 is going to enhance your chances of having a successful outcome. Um, You know, as I said before, if you let's say have a family history of infertility issues or miscarriage or early menopause, coming in for an earlier evaluation is better because you might catch something before it becomes a problem. 
That's so amazing. What exactly is the process? Can you paint us a picture from start to finish of what happens in the process of egg harvesting and freezing? Yes, absolutely. So I like to start with the diagnostic phase. So a patient comes and sees me, a young woman or a young couple. And, you know, my goal in that consultation is to say, what are your family planning goals or what do you think your future looks like? Do you see yourself in a relationship? Is there something going on right now? Um, do you have an idea of how many kids you want? And we sort of get an idea of what um, a couple or a patient's wants and desires are. And mind you, this changes over time. Probably a 23-year-old doesn't have the same predictions of her life as a 28-year-old, as a 32-year-old, but it's sort of to get a flavor of what a patient sees themselves doing. Then we do the assessment. So the assessment consists of blood work, including a blood test called the AMH fertility test. And it's a simple hormone level that checks uh, the level of a hormone that's produced by developing eggs. The higher the level that is, the better the quality of your eggs, the more you have. We combine that with a woman's age and the ultrasound. And the ultrasound is a vaginal ultrasound that looks at the uterus, the eggs, and the egg count. And that whole picture, along with some other simple reproductive hormones, plus or minus a sperm test if the partner is involved, uh, gives us an idea of your ovarian potential. So once we have that, we can say you're in a high responder phase, a medium responder phase, or a low responder phase and talk about a woman's fertility. And if egg freezing or embryo freezing is on the table, we can address potentially doing a cycle. And so that's where the treatment piece comes into play. So an IVF cycle, I always tell patients doing IVF for egg freezing is essentially the same as doing IVF to get pregnant. We're just not going to get you pregnant. So it's really not to be differentiated. But what that means is essentially two weeks of your life, it's quite intense. I won't lie about it. You're taking injections of fertility hormones in the tummy for about 10 to 12 days. Um, those can be done in the office here if patients are queasy about needles or at home. They're pretty simple. Most patients are able to do it on their own. We do ultrasounds and blood work every couple of days to assess the ovarian response. Um, and it, after about 10 to 12 days, when the eggs look ripe or they're at the right size that would um, allow for us to get maximal maturity, we trigger ovulation and 35 hours later, we go in and do a procedure called an egg retrieval. Now, that's a mini surgery that's done under sedation. So the patient's asleep, doesn't feel anything. It's done in an office setting. It's not in the hospital. And we go in via ultrasound guidance through the vagina and retrieve the eggs. It's a fairly simple procedure, low complication risk under 1%. We take the eggs and give them to the lab. Either they're frozen or the eggs are put together with sperm to create embryos. So the whole process is about two and a half weeks. Sometimes after the egg freezing cycle, a woman can feel a little bit more bloated and we monitor her for any symptoms of something called overstimulation. But fortunately, that's very rare and women sort of breeze through this process. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think you, you answered my next question, which is, are there any risks involved? Yeah. Uh, you said less than 1%. Is, is that the case? Or Yeah. I mean, I, and I can elaborate on that for sure. Like no treatment is without risk. And I think any hormonal treatment can have some side effects, particularly during the cycle. So I say to girls that it's like being on a birth control pill. In the beginning, you're going to feel a little bit hormonal, some mood changes that are frequently mild, bloating, breast tenderness, nausea, sometimes headaches. But honestly, most women tolerate this perfectly fine. And we're lucky in our world that we've really modified fertility protocols from five, 10 years ago. So now it's like down to two weeks, fairly easy, minimal side effects, low risk. And so those short-term side effects of hormonal symptoms, you know, do come into play. Risk of the egg retrieval where we go in and retrieve the egg. Yes. Less than 1% risk of damage or infection or um, any severe abnormality or bleeding or anything that you would expect from a surgery. So we're fortunate that um, this is a low-risk procedure. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a small risk of something called ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, which is when you feel really bloated even after the egg retrieval. And that's why as fertility doctors, we really tailor the drug dosing to maximize benefit for the patient, but minimize risk. Mm, that's so amazing. It's really amazing when you, when you just stop to think for a minute what we're able to do. I mean, it's, yes. it's actually quite spectacular. We said off the top of the show that a lot of celebrities freeze their eggs, but one of our team members at Finding Your Bliss asked if this is cost prohibitive since most people are not celebrities. What are the costs involved in freezing your eggs? Yeah, great question. And something that, you know, I'm a strong advocate for in terms of providing coverage for things like egg freezing and sort of spoiler alert that hopefully this is something that is going to come to Canada through a lot of 
companies because I think, you know, the professional world is realizing that if you want to acquire good candidates um, who are women, these women don't want to put their um, childbearing plans or fertility on hold. So the data has shown that companies that offer fertility benefits and coverage for IVF and things like egg freezing are really mm-hmm. going to attract higher quality candidates. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's in the pipelines that, it, you know, in the next some time that many companies will offer coverage for egg freezing. But at present, IVF and freezing your eggs for elective purposes. So for the reason that you just want to delay childbearing is not covered by standard OHIP. Some women do have special insurances that will cover IVF cycles or they have a health spending account that they can use towards an IVF, but in general, it's not covered. So the cost of an IVF cycle in most fertility clinics is anywhere between six and $10,000. And that's the cost to do a cycle and freeze eggs. Um, the medication is a separate fee and that's anywhere between two and $4,000, depending on your age and your ovarian reserve and how much drugs you'll need. Um, most clients are lucky in that they have some fertility medications coverage so they can submit the receipts for that medication and get coverage. But if they don't, it is out of pocket. But I usually say all around that for $10,000, you can do one egg freezing cycle. Women who are older sometimes need a second cycle because we want to hit that sweet spot of 15 to 25 eggs. So it is more expensive if you're doing two cycles. And the annual storage fee is typically around $350 to $400 to keep your eggs frozen. It's like one less trip, one less shopping spree uh, for your for, to preserve exactly. your fertility, it's right? The like cost if you really, nice if you bag. think about it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, I wanted to also say that in doing my research, I, I I read that there are evidently companies like Apple, Facebook, and Google who are now offering female employees the chance to freeze their eggs, and the policies meant, as you just mentioned, to give employees more freedom to pursue family planning according to their own timeline. Yep. So. Do you think this is going to start to become more widespread and that companies will start consider helping women at the peak of their career still have children? Do you think this is actually going to happen in Canada? Absolutely. And there was a recent publication on October 12th, actually, in the Globe and Mail. Um, and they said that many companies, even outside of Google and Facebook, are now taking it upon themselves to offer fertility coverage. And not only for IVF and having a baby, but for egg freezing. And this is in Canada. So I really do see it coming down the pipeline. I think that it is the future. There's a lot of buzz about um, insurance coverage for IVF and fertility preservation. So, you know, when we look at... Um, even the clients that are coming into our clinics and fertility clinics across the country, the number of patients coming in for fertility evaluations and egg freezing is ever increasing. And the awareness is just out there. Like people are talking about it. It's on social media. Friends are telling friends, I froze my eggs, so you should freeze my eggs. And so I love it because it's a hot topic and I think it's really important and hopefully coverage will catch up. That's so great. Is egg and embryo freezing something only for women or should men also consider freezing their sperm? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I guess in that sense, women are kind of the unlucky race that um, their fertility declines more significantly with age than male fertility. Um, So in general, men don't just freeze their sperm because they're 35. They're just blessed with being able to produce sperm well into their 60s. Certainly (laughs) sperm quality can decline. But um, it's it's not an unreasonable thing to think about for men, especially if they're going on a medication that could potentially affect sperm quality or undergoing some sort of treatment, or if they're the partner of a woman who, for whatever reason, as a couple, you need to delay childbearing, then getting a sperm test and freezing embryos, or even just being a support system for a woman who's freezing eggs is, is important. So they should definitely be part of the process. That That's actually so nice. What a lovely thought that they sort of do it together. I'm going to freeze my he- eggs and I'm going to go free- freeze my sperm uh, simultaneously, like, sure. like to show sort of solidarity. Yeah. That's really nice. There are so many articles I've read recently about celebrities who've frozen their eggs. I mentioned some of them off the top, such as Kim Kardashian, Courtney and Khloe Kardashian, Paris Hilton, AGT America's Got Talent, Sofia Vergara, Emma Roberts who evidently had undiagnosed endometriosis and it was recommended by her doctor to freeze her eggs, have all of these celebrities sort of coming out in People magazine and everywhere to talk about this egg freezing made it more acceptable for the general public to want to freeze their eggs too? Absolutely. I mean, I think we all know social media is where it's at now. Um, And even, you know, 
I consider myself still fairly young, but I, I would say when I started my career, infertility and just being single and not able to have kids because you don't have a partner was kind of a taboo subject. And even in the last five to 10 years, I feel like it's just become so mainstream to talk about this. And um, I think celebrities doing this is just increasing awareness. And it's like, if she could do it, I can do it. And um, people follow trends, right? And so I, I think it's great. I think it's just all about it becoming, you know, on the forefront of what people are thinking about and talking about and buzzing about. Yeah. How do we better educate women and couples when it comes to egg and embryo freezing? Like, I think you just touched on this. Do you think that we can destigmatize it by talking to our kids and our grandchildren about it as well? Is that one of the ways that we can begin? Absolutely. I think it's everything starts at home, right? And so I think just like we talk about good values and the importance of education, I think as kids grow up, um, you know, it's important to talk about the balance behind lifestyle and family choices and career. And, you know, I find that every day I'm balancing my career and my family. And I think it's important to talk to your children about that and be proactive and give them choices. And, you know, like even one step beyond that, I hope that in high school and undergraduate education, that this is going to be part of the educational trend mm -hmm. where not only do you talk about the importance of getting letters next to your name and studying for your MD and your JD and your MBA, but as a parallel stream, talk about what you can do to also um, protect your reproductive health and well-being and, um, you know, bring this up as a topic. So, yes, to all the moms out there and the grandmothers, I think keeping an open dialogue with your children, um, you know, lots of young couples when they get married, they're like, oh, I don't even want to think about kids for two to three years. I just want to enjoy the relationship or even more so. I think I read some data recently that couples, the average age of a couple sort of getting together and then getting married is like almost five years. So lots of couples like live together for five years before they even think about getting married. So you can see how that extends the timeline before they're actually having kids. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, for those people, having an evaluation and freezing embryos is really important. So yes, it starts at home. Talk about it. Talk about it in the schools. Talk about it to your kids. Talk about it to your grandkids once they're over 18, 19. Like, you know, teenagers and kids are like sponges. Like, so they want information and knowledge is power. Mm, so, so wonderful. You know, I know of a great story of a woman who didn't have a partner, wasn't lucky in love in her 20s and 30s. And so she decided to freeze her eggs. Then finally, 10 years ago, she met the love of her life, decided to get married. And she used those good quality eggs from 10 years back to have a child. And she had a very happy end result. So I, I love that story. What is involved when you finally do want to use your eggs? Like 10 years have passed. You've yeah. met the guy now. So you go back and I guess the first question is, how do you store them? And, and um, is there a shelf life on this storage? And then finally, when you want to use them, how does that happen? Yeah, great question, because that's the second half of the story, right? And that story that you mentioned happens every day in our clinic. And it's just so exciting to see this circle and the full path, because I do have a lot of patients who froze their eggs in their 30s, and they come back at 44 with a partner, and they're like, I'm not using my 44-year-old eggs. We use the eggs, and they get pregnant. It's just such a happy sort of circle to see it all come back. So exactly like you said. So in terms of shelf life of eggs, I mean... We usually say it's at least 20 years. And if you think of 20 years plus being 25, you're probably not going to have a baby at 56, although <laughs> I guess it's possible. Um, so 20 years plus for sure. The eggs are frozen or the embryos, whatever it is, um, they're frozen by a technique called vitrification, which is a very safe method to freeze. And we see that the thawing success rates are quite good. In fact, in our lab and most reputable labs, the success rate when you thaw eggs or embryos is 99 plus percent. We've really like mm. tweaked and modified and come to a point in reproductive medicine where freezing and thawing eggs, embryos, and sperm has almost been perfected, which is really great. Mm. So when it comes time, what I tell patients is, is if you froze your eggs at 33 and you come back to me, let's say at 35 or 36, it doesn't absolutely mean that we have to use those frozen eggs. We might sort of keep those reserve eggs as insurance in the freezer for baby number two. It doesn't have to be for baby number one, especially mm. if you're young enough and you have healthy eggs, you might want to try with lesser means first. But certainly mm -hmm. if you have 33-year-old frozen eggs and you came, come back at 43, 
probably those 33-year-old eggs are more viable. So it is another discussion point with your fertility doctor when you come back assessing the quality of sperm or if you're using donor sperm. There's a lot of different permutations as to what you can do. But if we do opt to use frozen eggs, then Mm -hmm. what we do is we thaw the eggs, we fertilize with a sperm source, whether that's a partner sperm or donor sperm. We create embryos that are grown in the laboratory for usually five days. We have the opportunity, actually, because those embryos are created in the lab to do genetic testing of the embryos to make sure they don't have any chromosomal abnormalities like Down syndrome or anything that can cause a miscarriage. And then typically after some hormonal support to the patient, we put an embryo in and the success rate with a viable healthy embryo is upwards of 60-70%. That is real. That's incredible. So someone else on our team asked this question. Um, Lots of celebrities from the articles were saying it takes the pressure off to have children when they don't have a partner, as we just mentioned, or to focus on their career. And it certainly allows women to take control of their reproductive health, but it doesn't always work. There's no guarantees in life. Uh, Is it always successful? Like technology can only go so far. What, how do you sort of figure that part out? Yeah, you're right. And I think that's a fair thing to say. We always say it's not a 100% success rate. Um, you know, the success rates thankfully have gotten pretty high. We're at, you know, 99% thaw, 70% success of a baby if you have 20 eggs frozen. But this is all obviously age dependent. And so based on a patient's profile, you, we can sort of calculate their chances of having an egg based on their AMH level, their age, um, and uh, how many eggs they have frozen. We can calculate what their success rate is. But you're right, nothing's 100%. So the take home message is do it when you're younger and try to get at least 15 to 20 eggs frozen mm-hmm. or a couple of embryos. Um, and if if possible, genetically test those embryos if you're doing uh, embryo freezing. Right. Um, we actually create, you have an egg freezing app called Freeze My Eggs, F-R-Z-M-Y-E-G-G-S. It's free. It's You can access it on Instagram. I know about this because I am doing the voiceover on the app. Yeah. And, uh, and I think what's great about it is it's comprehensive. Of course, this doesn't replace going to the doctor, like going to see you, sitting down to really figure out your fertility options and having that face-to-face. But is it a good place to start, like just to sort of, for the person who's curious, just to sort of get an overview of what it's all about? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm the first to endorse reputable sources like the Freeze My Eggs app. Um, I'm part of a company called Lilia, where you can do... Uh, egg reserve test, the AMH blood test in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to get a referral and come into the fertility doctor. While I think that's certainly the best and the gold standard, sometimes, you know, you just don't want to go through those hoops and you want to start with a simple test or a simple app. So I think all those things are reasonable as a starting point. That's so great. And uh, how does someone know if they have enough eggs to have a good chance to have one or more children? How do they figure that out? So I think that really starts with the fertility evaluation. I mean, age is certainly a great predictor. So when I consult with a patient with a telehealth consult like this and they say they're 33, I'm like, the likelihood is that you have good egg reserve because you're so young. But we'll only know that or confirm that by bringing you in and doing an egg count and an AMH fertility test. And these are so simple to do and so available and accessible. The ultrasound and the egg count is covered by OHIP. The consult with the fertility doctor is covered by OHIP. The only thing that's not covered is this AMH blood test, which is under $100. It's a small price to pay to know where your fertility lies. Um, So I think that's a great um, and very simple evaluation process to find out where your fertility is at that point in time. What do you love about what you do, Dr. Sharma? You know what? This has always been my passion. I knew from a young age that I wanted to be a physician and that I wanted to study reproductive health. I think in medical school, I knew women's health and empowerment of women was really my passion. I thought I'd actually go into obstetrics, but um, I didn't like being in the hospital all night. And (laughs) fertility kind of offers... um, the benefit of helping patients achieve their goals in a short-term environment, immediate success, which is something that I really love. And, you know, on a personal note, I feel very lucky to have three children myself. And part of that is because I have experience in the field and I sort of push myself to have children earlier through 
doing some treatment. And for that reason, I've been able to conceive and have three kids myself, even in my 40s. So, I, you know, I'm in a test to say that treatment works and it can bring you what you want. What is bliss for Dr. Pratty Sharma? You know what? I think it's the blend of professional and personal happiness and success. And that's why, Judy, I really love your messages and your show because it really exudes being comfortable in your skin, happy with what you do and finding joy in your passions. Um, And so I think that's what I try to do in my professional and personal life. Thank you so much for saying that. And I have to just tell our listeners that your husband, Surrender, uh, actually was part of the reason that I have this show because I called him a number of years ago and said, I need some help. I have this idea. And I don't think he ever thought it was going to blossom into what it's blossomed into, but he really did get me started. And I'm so grateful to him. So thank well, you. Well, he does say you're a celebrity. So <laughs> oh, I don't know if I've all <laughs> accolades for you, as am I. So it's really been a pleasure speaking with you today and an honor to be on your show. Thank you. I feel the same way. And uh, what is the best way for people to contact you, Dr. Sharma, and connect with you on social media and, of course, to come to create to see you for fertility treatment and egg freezing? Yes. Well, I hope that this has been helpful and that many of you will send your loved ones to me for an evaluation and uh, to consider um, fertility preservation. So um, I am on, I have a Facebook professional page under Dr. Prathi Sharma. I have a very active Instagram account under Dr. Prathi A. Sharma, and I practice at Create. Um, I can be reached through my assistant, Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N, and her email is J-A-S-M-I-N at createivf.com, C-R-E-A-T-E-I-V-F.com. And if you shoot her an email, I can certainly connect and uh, book a consult for anyone who is interested. Um, And I'm always happy to accept new referrals. Um, Certainly, you can ask your family doctor um, for a referral as well. But going through Jasmine expedites the process and gets you past the wait list. So I'd love to see anybody who wanted to see me for this process or infertility in general. I don't only egg freeze. It is a great passion of mine to freeze eggs and embryos for patients who want. But I also treat all aspects of infertility. And let's not forget also, Dr. Prati Sharma has a beautiful website called Conception Diaries, which yes. is just a wealth of information and also very beautiful to look at as well. So thank uh, you. definitely thank check, you. check that out. I want to thank you so much, Dr. Sharma. You really are an esteemed guest and it's just been so wonderful to have you on Finding Your Bliss today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Finding Your Bliss when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And we're now joined by Marion Leyland, one of the co-owners of The Little Party Shop, along with Linda Kerbel, who are celebrating their 40th anniversary this year. Linda and Marion started their store to complement their parents' bakery, The Little Pie Shop, which was just next door. Started on an impulse, the little party shop included balloons and napkins, party wear. It soon became filled with other items, often through customer input, including candy and wonderful children's loot bags and pinatas. In 2002, when the adjourning bakery moved location, the little party shop expanded from about 
600 square feet to approximately 2,000 square feet. They still have a very full, exciting store, which makes for a wonderful, eclectic experience. They celebrate all the holidays from New Year's to Christmas and Hanukkah, and they keep things fun and fresh all year round. Marion has a very fine eye for detail and great products and always enjoys looking for fun new things to fill the shop. And it's really more than a store. It's There's a real love for her customers, which turns the little party shop into a social get-together where locals meet and chat. Also, Linda and Marion will often see their original customers shopping together with their children, grandchildren, or occasionally even great-grandchildren. Many of these customers began shopping at the Little Pie Shop and continue to visit the Little Party Shop to this very day. The customer experience is what it's all about. Marion, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really happy to be here. So great to see you in your store with all those wonderful balloons in the background. And our listeners can't see this right now, but there's this gorgeous display of colorful balloons and so many goodies uh, all around Marion. Marion, as you know, I've often shopped for birthdays and anniversaries for the most beautiful balloons and pretty napkins, tableware, and even greeting cards at your shop. And celebrating special things is one of my blisses. And I love uh, all of the things that you've done for us at at, uh, the little party shop. What do you love about being part of a store that celebrates so many happy things? I I just love the reaction from the customers. I love sorting things out for them. I love coordinating. I just love the atmosphere here. Everybody that comes here is celebrating something positive and they're always in a wonderful mood, but um, the excitement of the children and the adults and just trying to coordinate things and enjoy people's company and especially company of people that I've known for many, many, many years. Like yourself, Judy, actually. (laughs) So wonderful. I know we've done a lot of wonderful celebrations together and and they always get oohs and ahs, all the beautiful balloons (laughs) and the the wonderful things that you create are, are really so appreciated, not just by me, but by the people that we're celebrating with. So Halloween is coming up tomorrow. So happy Halloween. Are you finding now that we're in this new stage of the pandemic that people are really celebrating Halloween in person for the first time in two years? How is it different this year? Um, This year, I think the kids are more excited. I think the adults are not quite as excited. Last year was different because while the kids were not trick-or-treating outdoors, a lot of people were having little gatherings at home and just inviting several of their little friends and their parents. So actually, there were quite a few parties going on that um, would have been different if they had been, would not have happened, let's say, if they had been out trick-or-treating. So it was, it'll be different again this year. We'll be back more to normal, I think, for kids. Isn't that wonderful? It's such a such a welcome relief. We'll take it, right? Exactly. While we have it, we're going to enjoy it to the full. I love your gorgeous balloon sprays. We were just Thank talking you. about them and the beautiful balloon clusters that you put together with that pretty trailing ribbon that matches the balloons. It's so gorgeous. And you've really done so many of these wonderful balloon creations for birthdays and, and special birthdays and uh, events and anniversaries um, that I've put together. And you always do a great job. Do you have a favorite occasion or celebration that you love to celebrate and help people with? Um, I think birthdays are primarily the big thing. And I always like to make sure that everything is coordinated. And I can coordinate everything from the balloons to the napkins to the birthday candles and even gifts that that will work with them. We have lots of amazing fun things that coordinate as well for, for special birthdays. That's so wonderful. You do such a great job. I mentioned to you before the show that for many years, like when my children were younger, I worked with David and Terry at Lutz and had a very special connection with them. So I just wanted to mention that the wonderful late David Lee sadly passed away during the pandemic and how much joy and happiness he brought to so many people. So I just wanted to send a special hug to his wife, Terry, and their beautiful children. I know you're fond of them as well, Marion. Do you have any memories of working with David and Terry? Um, I used to, actually, they used to sell hair accessories before they opened Lutes. And so I had a a relationship with them then. And they were always um, really excited about their product and and really wonderful to work with. And then they opened their own really exceptional store. And people loved that that shop as well. 
Yeah, they're they're all uh, they're all wonderful memories, and I and I have wonderful memories of them, and of course with you as well now, um, in these in these later years. I know you're always so enthusiastic about helping people create a birthday, an anniversary, a celebration like Valentine's Day or Christmas. Do you have a favorite holiday? Like, is Christmas really fun in the shop, or Valentine's Day? Like, is there a special holiday that St. Patty's Day? I don't know. I love your St. Patty's Day <laughs> displays that you always do that you really enjoy. I love every holiday, but my favorite is Christmas, simply because there's so much going on. There's so much stock. It's a challenge to get it all in here, but I love everything that we get. Everything everything for me is a very personal um, purchase. So whatever I choose for the store is, I, I don't buy things if I don't like them, but we do have a, a really wonderful eclectic mix of, of gifts, especially at Christmas time. And, um, that I think is what brings people in. And I had a person two days ago and she said, you know, every time I come here, I realize that you have everything. And so I thought that was a really nice comment from her. <laughs> but at Christmas and Hanukkah, we, we try to have everything if we can. You do right down to the napkins. And even for special holidays, you have all these specialty napkins. And like, yes. I, I don't know what people would, would wonder at our table. We have those gorgeous medium pink napkins oh, I know, always I know. on our Friday night dinners. And that's all from you. And, <laughs> and, and we can't forget about the lemon yellow ones for the kitchen. Those are, no, no. <laughs> those are very special as well. Marion, how has party wear and party decorations, napkins and balloons and all of these things really changed in the last 40 years? What's changed the most since you first started and what has remained the same? Well, the thing about napkins and disposables um, have changed a lot. When we first opened, oh my gosh, we couldn't keep paper goods in stock. It was unbelievable. My dad had retired and there was um, a wholesaler in Markham. Sometimes we'd send him two or three times a week to just pick up carloads of napkins and plates and we couldn't keep up with it. But now everybody are, everybody is a little more ecologically conscious. And so I see a difference in cons you know consumer awareness about the environment, which is really great. And we're looking into getting more environmentally friendly um, party wear, especially plastic plates and things, which are a problem because it, it is really hard to source something that isn't plastic, but um, people still do love their beautiful napkins. And that's one thing that we sell a, a ton of. And we still sell plates and, and um, cutlery that is recyclable. So that that is, um, you know, definitely a plus. But our, our napkin sales are crazy because we have a really huge, huge selection of really beautiful, beautiful napkins and fun ones as well. Birthday ones, kids, napkins, elegant ones, plain ones, all, all, all kinds. It's so funny when I go into my, I have a special cupboard and I have all of your napkins, like the leftovers from special birthdays of cliffs and uh, anniversaries, marriage, weddings, <laughs> so many. It's like a motley crew of all of it. And it's, uh, it's just such, it's all, it all makes you feel so good. What is bliss for Marion Leyland? Bliss for Marion Leyland. Well, as I have mentioned before, I have a son who I absolutely adore and I have not seen him for quite a while because of COVID. But if you want to know my inner bliss that really, really excites me outside of my business is I have this passion for antique jewelry, which nobody knows about because I don't wear it. I just collect it. And I've been a collector since I was about 16. And I started with um, one beautiful shell cameo and my collection has sort of burgeoned over the years. And it's one thing that just, I look at, these beautiful old pieces that you don't find anywhere unless you really hunt for them. And I just hyperventilate. <laughs> so that, that's my, my passion and that's what really brings me happiness. But um, I, I, yes, my store is all engrossing, but my little collection of jewelry is my absolute passion. So. Isn't that wonderful? That's so, I, I love that. I love that you have that because it's so unique and it just sounds so beautiful and uh, good for you. That's, that's really, really wonderful. Well, Marion, this has been so wonderful. What is the best way for people to connect with you on social media and to contact you and to, of course, shop in your beautiful store? I would say by telephone. I'll, I'll give you our phone number if you'd like that. It's 416-487-7855. We're also on Instagram, 
And um, we have an amazing website, which covers a lot of um, items. It shows a lot of gifts. It shows our balloon bouquets, a lot of party wear. So that's also a good spot to um, check it out. But the telephone is, we're very old fashioned here. It, for <laughs> us, it seems to be the best way. And you're located at? 2566 Young Street. And that's just about five blocks north of Eglinton at Briar Hill. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. I want to thank you so much, Mary and Leyland, for being on the show today. And happy 40th anniversary to you and Linda and to your family. And thank Thank you you. for the wonderful experience that you provide for so many people. Also, I want to tell all of our listeners that um, Marion and the Little Party Shop have very generously donated a giveaway courtesy of the Little Party Shop, a $100 giveaway that is still ongoing. And you can check out all the details by just going to at the Bliss Minute on Instagram. More about this at the end of the show. And finally, happy Halloween for tomorrow. And thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Judy. Happy Halloween to you as well. We're going to go on a short commercial break. When we come back, we are joined by singer and musical theater performer, Lily Liebrach. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. As mentioned off the top, tomorrow is not only Halloween, but it is also my husband, Dr. Clifford Lee Brack's birthday. So happy birthday, Cliff, and singing us out of the show today. And this is, as a gift to you, Cliff, is singer and musical theater performer, Lily Lee Brack, singing one of your favorite songs. Lily Liebrack is an up-and-coming artist on the Canadian music and drama scene who is in her fourth year of Sheridan's Bachelor of Music Theatre Performance program. She is a singer, actor, dancer, writer, and vocal coach. Lily has sung in concert performances and starring roles on stage since she was eight years old. One of the highlights was reprising her memorable performance as Maria in The Sound of Music with the 40-piece North York Concert Orchestra. And Lily was also named a top 10 finalist in Mervish's worldwide show tune idol competition. Lily performed this past summer in Toronto's Fringe Festival, and she recently did an online performance of Seven Stories by Morris Panitch, directed by Mary Frances Moore. Lily has taken part in master classes with such Broadway stars as Kelly O'Hara, Sierra Bogus, Jen Colella, and Chalina Kennedy. Lily spends her days studying voice, music, acting, and dance, and spends her free time singing for charity events like ICRF mostly in Montreal and Toronto. Lily's favorite day of the week is Sundays, where she gets to sing for the most incredible community of people, and that's Ellen Schwartz's Jake's Sunday Zoom Jam, which Lily has been doing for almost two years now. As well, some exciting projects are coming up for Lily, so stay tuned. So here is Lily Liebrach singing us out of the show with a special birthday message. Dad, I wanted to sing this song for you. Love you so much. Happy birthday. Let's have a listen to Tennessee Whiskey. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. That was so beautiful, Lily. Thank you for that. And happy, happy birthday to Cliff. We love you. Each week, we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or musician on the show. If you're a singer, please write to us at music at findingyourbliss.com. And if you're an author, artist, yoga, mindfulness, or meditation expert, 
or anyone who is found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And all you have to do is search up Judy Liebrach. In Bliss News, we are so excited to announce that our Halloween giveaway is courtesy of At Little Party Shop. And it is actually underway right now. The Little Party Shop is giving away a fantastic $100 gift card to a lucky Finding Your Bliss listener. The Little Party Shop specializes in all of the holidays from New Year's to Christmas, Hanukkah, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, and of course, birthdays and anniversaries. They always try to keep things fun and fresh all year round, and they have a wonderful selection of napkins in every color of the rainbow and party wear, loot bags, pinatas, Halloween costumes, accessories, greeting cards, and so much more. To enter this exciting giveaway, all you have to do is go to my Instagram page at the Bliss Minute on Instagram. That's the Bliss Minute on Instagram for all of the contest details. And essentially, all you're going to be doing is liking the post, tagging two friends, and follow us at the Bliss Minute and at little party shop to enter our Halloween giveaway. I would like to thank all of our guests on the show today, Dr. Prati Sharma from the Create Fertility Center, Marion Leyland from the Little Party Shop, and singer and musical theater performer Lily Liebrach for being here today. And also a thank you to David for helping us get connected on Squadcast with Marion Leyland. Thank you to Meg Ruffman, producer Siobhan Kiley, senior editor Haley Allegia, editorial assistant Lauren Kaminsky, and audio producer Faz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. As always, we're going to close out the show today with a short meditation. And this one is a little different than usual. It's called the Guided Meditation for Building Focus from Jessica Dillon. And here it is. Close your eyes and visualize before you the following mantras. I am alive. I am free. I am capable. I am strong. Open your eyes now and say the mantras out loud. I am alive. I am free. I am capable. I am strong. Close your eyes again and visualize the energy flowing through your body. And with each mantra, another part of your body becomes flooded with this beautiful and unstoppable energy. I am alive. Your feet begin to wake up. Feel the energy rise from the earth that supports you and flows freely through your legs. I am free. Feel the energy rise through your navel and abdomen all the way up through the lungs Taking a deep breath here and feel your chest expand. I'm capable. The energy flows through the joints of your shoulders, down your arms, past elbows and to the tip of each finger. If you can, close your hands into two strong fists then relaxing your fingers again, allowing them to gently fall open. I am strong. Feel the energy rise up through your throat, expanding as you continue to breathe through your face and head, all the way to your crown. And with this energy within you, allow nothing to stand between you and your goals today. I am alive. I am free. I am capable. I am strong. For everyone here, I am Judy Liebrach, reminding you all to breathe, Stay positive and focused and take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.